0: fast, pray never stop. And we all on 10, and we all on 10, me and all my friends, rolling, rolling, rolling up again. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Health on 10 podcast. My name is Alex Krenitz and it is Friday, August 27th, and I actually recorded this episode last night and I posted it, but I realized the sound was, the audio was really shitty. I'm still trying to figure this whole podcast thing out. I do do another one with Danny, but we just kind of wing it and, you know, I'm learning now. So yeah, we're back and today's episode is going to be all about creatine, why I think it is the absolute future for not only building muscle, but for cognitive function and anti-aging. I would stock up now. This shit's going to go through the roof. Now, I I don't know that for sure, but it's not a bad idea to just grab a bottle. It's really, really cheap, and there's a host of benefits. First of all, this supplement has been really big in the bodybuilding and powerlifting community for a couple decades now, and I think this is what gave it a bad stigma. They thought, oh, this is a supplement for meatheads. The everyday person doesn't need to take it. Only the gym rat you're and while I, I understand where this stigma comes from and that's how they marketed it at first, this is this couldn't be more wrong so what what is creatine and, and how does it actually work in the body? Well, creatine's a, an acid it's an organic acid that we get through we actually get it through food so things like eggs, fish, chicken, uh, beef in particular however. Eating the, cr- uh, cooking these things, cooking these foods actually denatures the creatine. And I'm sure a lot of you are not eating raw chicken, raw eggs. Some of you guys, me, I eat raw beef and raw fish, but not all the time. Not enough every day to get the effective dose of creatine to have the benefits. <clears throat> so my voice is a little raspy. It's early in the goddamn morning. So I heard this analogy from somebody, and I don't know who, I've been using this for years. Uh, it was from somebody, I don't know if it's on a podcast, health professional. But let's think of our body as a car, right? And let's think of our muscles as the engine. In the engine, we have pistons. In our muscles, we have what's called ATP, adenosine triphosphate. It's the main source of energy we use during quick bursts of energy whether it's uh, a cardiovascular quick burst like sprints or, in particular, resistance training. <clears throat> and what this does is this creatine, taking creatine increases the amount of ATP in the muscle. So what a, what does what pistons do in an engine? I'm not, a fu- I'm not a car guy, but I'm pretty sure it causes more firepower, more blast-off, I guess. I can't think of the right word. Yeah, so it basically it's going gonna, it's gonna to create more firepower in the muscle, and you're going to be able to endure a little bit more during resistance training, and your performance is going to be a little bit better. Studies show an increase of one to two, even three reps in individuals, and there's a lot of studies out there. This ain't just some bullshit supplement. There's thousands, thousands of studies in the literature that, that this is super effective. One of, the, one of the only effective supplements out there, so if we increase our, our reps by 1% to 2 sometimes 3%, do I don't know if you understand how much that's going to cause more muscle growth. So the more output, the more muscle breakdown, the more muscle growth, increase in performance, increase in muscle hypertrophy, which is what we're looking for in the gym. And so this is where the bodybuilding stigma kind of comes in you know, the bodybuilders, they want to gain muscle. But this is also, they're also finding a ton of research lately on the effects of anti-aging as well as cognitive function. So we, again, we have ATP in the brain and we're increasing the ATP stores in the brain, causing us better focus, just better overall cognitive function and I don't know about you guys, but God damn, I could use a, I could use a little sharper mind sometimes, if not most of the time. So why not grab that low-hanging fruit? So let's talk about how much creatine we, we want to take and uh, different kinds of creatine because there are many out there now. The market has been saturated with uh, companies trying to make more money, obviously. <clears throat> so let's talk about how much creatine. So a lot of these companies say you need to load creatine. So there's a, they call it a creatine loading phase, and this couldn't be more wrong. So they they, they recommend about 20 grams of creatine per uh, per day for the first month to saturate the muscle. And yes, while this will saturate the muscles quicker, we you want to plan on taking creatine forever. So if you if you saturate the muscle eight days quicker than you would if you were taking those standard dose. Wh- who cares? It's, not, it's, it's negligible in the long run. And taking that much creatine can cause some digestive issues that that if you, if you start taking it, you're like, okay, this I don't want to take this. this is, I'm having a problem going to the bathroom. <clears throat> Can't take a shit. Things like that. So let's start with five grams. Everybody's standard, pretty much five grams. Women, if you're smaller, I'd go about three. Three grams is going to be totally perfect for you. And take it with a, if you're, if you're somebody who works out, take it peri-workout. So around your workout, whether before or after. And if you miss that slot, it's going to be fine. There does show some studies that it does absorb a little bit better in the muscle in, around your workout. But hey, if, it, if you can't take it around your workout, it's going to be fine. You're going to absorb it. And with the carbohydrate source is what I've been told. So now let's take a look at the different kinds of creatine that you can get. And the number one research creatine, this is gonna be the cheapest creatine. This is the creatine you wanna go with. It is monohydrate. So the other ones you'll find, maybe crealkaline or hydrolyzed, these are gonna be expensive creatines that don't have any research to back them up. And these companies upcharge them. You don't wanna go with that. Creatine monohydrate, that is the best creatine. And so you might be wondering why, why do they make all these other kinds of creatine then if there's really no research? And monohydrates cheaper? Well first of all they want to make money, right? Second of all, the the way they market it is they try to say, oh it digests, it dissolves better and it doesn't cause a bloat. This is a common misconception with the supplement that people think it causes bloating and I'll, I'll tell you it doesn't cause bloating. I promise and research and science shows that it doesn't cause bloating. What it does is it causes intramuscular water retention. Water inside the muscle belly and bloating would be water under the skin. So this water retention is actually going to make you look fuller and make your muscles look bigger. So say you're somebody that's, you know, 180 pounds, and you're starting to look a little lean, you have a you know, decent amount of muscle, you take this, you're probably going to gain three to four pounds of water weight, and your muscles, yeah, you're going to look a little bit more defined. It will help you look shredded. No bullshit. These other brands overpriced, bullshit, don't buy them, creatine monohydrate is the way to go. Let's talk about, let's finish this on some misconceptions since we just talked about bloating and side effects that it causes because we we found that there's really no harmful side effects. Uh, th- this is one of the things that'll keep people away from using supplement is side effects, and there is none. There's <laughs> really, really none. So one of them, but this myth has been busted, is hair loss. They There was a study back in, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago on rugby players, probably from some foreign country, and they took about 40 rugby players and they put them on creatine. Eight weeks later, whatever it was, they saw some male pattern baldness in some of the, the subjects. There has not been one other study to back this up. And then we have to really look into the study. Who are the subjects? Well, these are males in their late 20s to mid 30s that have high androgen levels, meaning they have high testosterone. And this testosterone converts to what's called dihydrotestosterone. And this causes male pattern Another thing that's gonna keep people away from using this supplement is they think they have to increase their water tenfold. And I promise, you don't have to increase your water that much. But you should already be drinking a good amount of water. If you're not drinking enough water, then creatine ain't going to help you. You need to be staying hydrated for great workouts, for good rest, digestion, everything. Water is essential for life and essential for great performance everywhere we are. So you just maintain a good healthy, I guess, water consumption pattern. I guess call that. Yeah, sure. Let's call it that. And you'll be You'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. Just you know, if you're drinking 16 ounces of water a day, you're already fucked. So don't you don't worry about creatine. Anyways, guys, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Health on 10. We finished up right on 10. This is perfect. So thanks for listening. I'll have another episode tomorrow, and it's gonna be a fun one. Have a good rest of your night, guys. Keep your health on 10.